Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Like that message said, to be ready. Be ready. I want to turn your attention to Joshua chapter 3, beginning in verse 11. Joshua chapter 3, beginning in verse 11. How many know sometimes you've got to step out on your, onto your miracle tonight, amen? Sometimes you've got to step out into your miracle, amen? I'm telling you, sometimes you just can't just sit back. You've got to step out. Joshua 3, beginning in verse 11 right here. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of the earth passes over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take every, you twelve men out of every tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass that when the people removed from their tents and to pass over the Jordan and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as they who bore the ark were coming to Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the ark uh, were dipped into the brim of the water for the for Jordan overflowed all of his banks at all the time of the harvest uh, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up from a heap very uh, far from the city of Adam that is beside Zeratan and those that came down towards the sea of the plain even the salt sea failed uh, and were cut over cut off uh, and the people passed over the right against Jericho uh, and the priest who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground unto all the people were passed clean over Jordan sometimes you got to step out into the wet before it gets dry amen anybody know what I'm talking about you've got to step onto your miracle people say well show me something before I step out. Well, God don't work that way. I just need his word tonight. Amen. I'm going to preach on stepping into your miracle. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God, and we ask for your anointing, and I ask for your touch. Lord, I pray, Father God, do you give me the words you would have me to speak, dear God, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father God, Lord, we ask for your great anointing and your touch, and let your spirit flow. Lord, we thank Thank you for the message that you've given. And God, tonight we ask you, God, to continue to do the work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Here we are seeing Israel standing in a familiar place. Forty years prior, the parents had their stood in their same place on the brink of a breakthrough, but they had a breakdown. How many know the children of Israel that come out of Egypt could not go into the promised land because they 
they had a faith failure. They didn't, they had to stay in the wilderness for those 40 years until the doubters died off. But one of the greatest tragedies in life is to live and never discover your destiny. How many know that God's got a destiny for you? How many know God's got a plan for your life tonight? What's worse to know your destiny then to forfeit it? I want to talk to you a minute to some people in like this first generation. I want to talk to some people who know what God wants for their life, the reason and the purpose for their existence. I want to talk to the one who wants God to get everything that God has ordained for their life. Anybody else in here want everything that God has ordained for their life tonight? Let me tell you, you've got to refuse to let go, give in, or give up. I want to talk to those people that have a fight in their spirit, the kind of fight like Caleb had when he was 85 years old and he said, give me this mountain, amen? Give me this mountain, the kind of fight, faith that won't fight, that won't be denied. Is there anybody in here who wants to promise us that God has promised you tonight, amen? Is there anybody in here who says, I'm gonna refuse to settle for less than what God said I could have? Is there anyone in here who says, I got my mind made up that whatever it costs, I'm gonna get what the Lord has promised. Some of you tonight need to say, I'm gonna give me that mountain, amen? Some of you tonight said, Lord, I'm gonna take that mountain tonight, amen? Some of you tonight need to tell the Lord, I'm gonna take what you promised me tonight, amen? I'm gonna stand on the promises of your word. Now, if you're satisfied where you're at and what you've got, seeing what you're seeing and doing what you're doing, then let me tell you tonight, this message is not for you. But if you're not happy and you want that mountain, anybody know what I'm talking about? Who wants that mountain tonight? I don't care how old or how young you are. Who wants that mountain tonight? Who's got that attitude of Caleb that says, give me this mountain tonight? Amen. It's a rare breed. Can I tell you what needs to happen? First, it'd be a disservice to tell you that every promise comes with a, didn't tell you that every promise comes with a price. Amen? How many know the promises of God? There's gonna be a price. Amen? You can't have a victory without a fight. Amen? You can't have a testimony without a test tonight. There's no crown without a cross. And there's no resurrection without a crucifixion, amen? There's no healing without sickness, amen? What are you, there's no deliverance without a fire. There's something you've got to go through sometimes to get to your promise. There's some things that we face along the way that we've got to go into before we cross into where God wants us to go to reach our destination. How many know the devil's gonna put some things in your way to try to stop you from getting to where God wants you to go? How many know the enemy's gonna place some things before you that dares you not to even cross just to give up? He wants to stop you from reaching your destination 
destination. He wants to stop you from receiving that which God has in store. How many know before Joseph could get to the palace, he had to go through a pit and he had to go through a prison. Well, let me tell you, he survived the pit, he survived the prison, but let me tell you where he made it to. He made it to the palace tonight. What are you getting at, preacher? I'm getting at tonight that you can have your victory. Sometimes you got to go through a battle to get through promotion. How many know the Hebrew boys? or promoted, but they had to go through a fiery furnace to get there. Now, people like to get what they want from God, but a lot of people don't like to get, go through what you got to do to get there, amen? Some people don't like to fight, but they can't never be a victory without one. Some people don't like to have a te- test, but they can never be a testimony without a test. Amen? Some people, I know none of us like to get sick, but we can never experience divine healing without getting sick. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you tonight, God's got a plan for your life. God's got a promise for your life. And right here in this scripture, we're going to see the children of Israel and their inheritance, the promised land. There was a river called Jordan. That one Jordan means descender or one that takes you down. That's what the Jordan was meant to do to bring them down, to kill their dreams and to get them to doubt their faith and to drown their faith. You know, many of our songs that we sing about the Jordan is used to describe death, amen? Anybody ever heard when I crossed the Jordan? Listen, your Jordan may be different from your mind, but it's the same in the fact that it stands between me and you before the promises of God. What can you say? I'm telling you, there's a Jordan you've got to step out into before you get into the promises of God, amen? Anybody know what I'm saying? Some of you need to say, I'm gonna step out into my miracle tonight. I'm going to step out into my promise tonight. I'm going to step out where I can reach that promise that God has got in store for me. Even if it means I got to step out into Jordan. Even if it means I got to step out into an unknown. That thing that is meant to drown my faith. Anybody ever had anything that comes your way wants to drown your faith? Preachers? Anybody ever had it? Amen. If you ain't, I'm going to put both hands up and both feet up. It seems like there's something that always comes your way. It wants to drown your faith. You know what that's there to do? To keep you from reaching to what God's got in store for you on the other side. You see, you've got the cross at in order to get to that, uh, that promise, amen? Sometimes you got to walk through the fire to get to the promotion, amen? Sometimes you got to go through the lion's den. Sometimes you got to go through the pit. Sometimes you got to go through the palace. Sometimes you got that Jordan that right there that wants to drown your faith. I've come by to tell you tonight that you need to step out into that Jordan and says, I'm gonna claim my miracle. I'm gonna receive that which God has in store for me. 
People don't want to cross that Jordan no more. A lot of times we let it drown our faith. Amen. We let these things drown us. We see the size of that Jordan. We see the water. Well, listen, what that thing that's standing right there, that big giant standing before you, between you, is standing between you and the promise of God. Amen. Anybody got their mind made up says, I'm not going to let that thing keep me from getting the promises of God. Some of you need to say, if God brought me to it, he'll bring me across it. Amen. He'll take me to the other side tonight. Amen. How do you cross that Jordan? Let me tell you how you cross that Jordan. You cross it through by faith tonight. Amen. Amen. You cross it by faith. You can't float on feelings. It won't get you across. And you can't run on past experiences. And you can't get through on secondhand knowledge. Amen. Religion won't get you through it. The only thing that can conquer the Jordan is faith, living faith in a living God tonight. Amen. Some of you need to say, I believe God. God. Amen. Some of you need to say God brought me to the Jordan. He's going to walk me across it tonight. You got to have faith in the living God. Amen. You got to have faith in him. Can't have a dead faith. You better have a living faith in him. Amen. Things, somebody, nobody, feelings ain't going to get you across it. This is the way I feel. Well, I don't walk by feelings. Anybody in here walk by feelings? You walk by feelings, you're going to get yourself in a mess. Amen? Some days I don't feel it. Amen? Amen? Is anybody else like that? Some days I just don't feel it. There's some days I don't feel it. Some days I may not feel like getting up and speaking. Some days I may not just feel it. But you know how I do it? I do it by faith, amen? We walk by faith and not by feelings, amen? We walk by faith and not by sight tonight. Faith in who? In the living God tonight. Let me tell you, the children of Israel stood at the edge of the rage in Jordan River at flood stage. The captain Joshua gave the priest that carried the ark a strange order. He says, start walking, step, move, step into the water, and start moving in the direction of your promise. Whew. Right there's something to think about right now. Some of you need to get up and you need to start moving, and you need to start walking, and you need to walk in the direct way of your promise. Amen? You can't go by what you're seeing. You can't go by what you're hearing, what you're feeling, and you surely can't go by what other people say. Amen? Did you hear me? You can't go by what you're seeing. You can't go by what you're hearing from other people. You've got to go by faith. Amen? Amen? You can't go by what your mind is saying. You can't go by what the economy is saying. Amen. You can't go by what the critics are saying. Amen. You can't go by what the skeptics are saying tonight. You've got to move because God says move. Amen. You've got to walk across because God says you can walk across it tonight. Amen. You may say it seems crazy. It may seem strange. But let me tell you, when God says it, it settles it tonight, whether one believes it or not. You can't wait to see a break in the waters. They couldn't wait to see a break in the waters. 
You can't wait until it makes sense. I can stop there for just a minute. Most people don't want to step out on faith because it don't make sense to them. Amen. How many know God sometimes tells you things it don't make sense to you? It's a test of your obedience. Oh, you can't go because it just feels good to your emotions. Amen? You can't wait until you see a break in the ways. You got to wait. You can't wait until you see the waters open in front of you. I'm going to just say something right here. Some people wait till they see the waters open in front of them. It ain't going to open until you step on the water. Amen. You've been, you're waiting for the waters to open in front of you. Can I tell you what they're going to do? You're going to be sitting here five years. Is that water ever going to open for me? You sat there 20 years saying, is that water ever going to open for me? No, you, it ain't. It ain't going to open until you step on it. You know what I'm telling you? You can say you believe God all day you want, but until you're willing to step out, that's when you truly believe God. Amen? When it don't make sense, you can't sit around and say, well, when it opens, I'll cross. It ain't going to open like that. God's saying, step out onto the water, then I'll dry the land. Then you can cross. But people don't want to step out. They want to wait. They want to wait till it wait till it opens. Maybe the first time God, you know, we know He parted it in Israel's history. Well, this time we know how He parted the Red Sea. But this time He's requiring a little more faith. Amen. This time, he's requiring something a little bit more from him. He said, you're going to have to step on the water before you receive it, before it dries up. You know what God was pretty much telling them? He's telling them, it's time to take your training wheels off. Too many Christians walking around with training wheels. Oh, I got a nothing. Some of them need to get the pacifier out of their mouth. Too many walking around with a passy in their mouth. Pull, I'll be more glad to pull it for you. Amen. Amen. I'm more glad to pull the passy and let you cry a little bit because it's time to get off the pacifier. Amen. Amen. It's time to get all rid of the crutches. Amen. It's time to move from sight to faith. Amen. It's time to move from I hope so to I know so. Amen. Too many people say I hope God does it. Quit saying I hope he does it and say I know he's going to do it. Amen. Quit saying I hope he does it and say I know he's going to do it. That's faith. Anybody know he's going to do it tonight? How many know he's going to give you your miracle tonight? How many know he's going to do, intervene on your behalf tonight? Quit saying I hope so and say I know so. Amen. 
It's time to move from the milk to the meat. Amen? That's what God's telling them. In other words, it's time to get your feet wet. It's time. That's what God was telling them. It's time to move on from all this. It's time for you to get your feet wet. You've got to have enough vision and enough faith in God to get off your blessed assurance and to step in. You need to tell your neighbor, I'm stepping in tonight. Amen? Tell your neighbor, I'm stepping in tonight. Amen? I know it may sound crazy and it may not make sense. And I know this Jordan's at flood stage. And I know the people will say it ain't going to work. But let me tell you, and I know the circumstances you say are against me and the odds are against me, but that really don't matter as long as God's for me. Amen? And if God be for you, who can be against you? You see, how do you know? Because I got a word tonight. Amen? And all I need is a word. Let me tell you tonight, when you got a word, you can sleep like a baby in a den of lions. You can walk through a fiery furnace, amen? You can do the impossible tonight. You can bring down Goliath with a piece of leather and a rock. You can have your meal barrel full and your curse of all full in the middle of a famine. Why? Because you got a word tonight. Anybody in here know they got a word? You got a Genesis to Revelation. I need All I need is a word from God. I'm getting ready to put my feet in my mouth. See that? Too many people say, God, knock it off, then I'll believe you. Then I'll believe you. God's leaving it there. Too many people saying that the water split, then I can believe you. I'm about ready to say, show me, show me, show me. This sign, show me this sign that you want me to do it, that you'll do it. He's given you a word, and what greater sign is his word? Amen. Amen. But people don't want to believe it till the seas parted. That's not faith, that's sight. Faith is his word. Amen. Faith is saying, I've got a word. Faith is saying, I'm going to step in when the water is flooded. Amen? Faith is saying, I know what you told me, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. You see, I mentioned it last week. Peter had a word, didn't he? His word was launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. He said, Lord, we told, we worked on hard all night and haven't caught anything. We ain't even called a blessed manner yet. Let me just stop right here and ask you. How long are you going to keep doing what doesn't work? How long are you going to keep trying to make something before you turn it over to God and do it God's way? Too many people try to do it their way. I was watching these people line up for the, this Powerball that was going out. Thinking about all the money that was going in there. And I said, I know how sure-turn investment. You do it God's way and he'll bless you. You do it that way, all you're doing is giving it to the state government. Amen? Let me tell you, finally, Peter says, Nevertheless, at thy word, 
we will let down the net. And when, when Peter obeyed the word of the Lord, he went into overflow. Anybody want to go into overflow tonight? Anybody want to go into overflow tonight? One word from God changed the whole circumstance of Peter. He went from nothing to much in one step. He went from the emptiness to overflow in a, one step. He went from broke, busted, and disgusted to blessed and happy and wealth in one step. He had such an abundance of fish it almost sank his boat and he had to call others to come and help bring in the blessings. Listen, and it was such an abundance that it almost sunk their boat also. In the south we say sank. Their southern talk. Amen. Listen, through weeping may endure for the night, joy comes in the morning. Peter went from a night season of weary, toilsome, fruitless endeavor to a morning session of overflow and joy and blessings in one step. Listen, you've got to reach out. Somebody's got to have the faith to reach out and grab it. Some of you are just one step away from a miracle. One step away from the breakthrough. One step away from too much blessing. You put in your time of toiling and time in prayer, confessing, weeping and praying. And I've come by to tell you, you're just one step away from receiving that what you've been believing for. Amen. Too many people quit when they're that close. Amen. Too many people quit. When they're that close from receiving from the Lord. I think about Numbers 23 and 19. He said, God is not a man that should lie. And neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will do it. If he had spoken it, he will make it good. Anybody believe that tonight? Anybody believe what God said? He's going to make it good. If he's spoken it, it's coming to pass tonight. Amen. I think about Psalms 114 and 5. David was meditating on this miracle one day and said, What L thee thou see that thou fleddest thy Jordan thou that went down thou was driven back let me tell you tonight I've come by to tell you there's some things that's been chasing you there's some things that's been threatening to drown you and take you under it may be sickness it may be death it may be fear but let me tell you there's a turnaround in the atmosphere tonight there's a turnaround amen and God's getting ready to flip the script Amen. He's getting ready to turn it around. Amen. What that thing that's been running after you, that thing that's been nipping you, he's going to turn it around. Some of you need to say he's turning it around. He's turning it around tonight. He's turning it around. He's turning it around. I'm telling you tonight, he can turn your situation around and put you in charge. You got to believe him tonight. I don't know what you, Jordan, you're facing today. But let me tell you, I know it's probably different than what I'm facing. And I don't know the one step that you need to take. But if you will obey God and take that step, Jordan's going to run from you. Amen? Poverty and lack... We're going to go from you. How many know he makes you the head and not the tail? Amen? Sickness and disease are going to run from you. Amen? 
I tell them I don't even want to go on mama's side of the family. Too many sugars and diabetes on both sides. Only blood I claim is the blood of Jesus. That way if I eat it, I pray over it, and I'm going to have me a good candy bar and a good dose of Mountain Dews right there in front of me. Amen? Ain't my right, Sister Debbie? We're going to have them candy bars, right? Amen. I'm telling you tonight, listen, hopeless bliss and discouragement, they're going to run from you. Worry and anxiety, they're going to run from you. Fear and confusion, they're going to run from you. But you've got to be willing to step out. You've got to be willing to take that step in the flooded waters. Amen? You've got to be willing to say, I'm going to step onto these flooded waters. Deuteronomy 28 and 7, the Lord shall come cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Wow. Some of you need to shout on that. They shall come against thee one way, but they shall flee before thee seven ways. You know what it tells me? They're going to come your way and he's going to get on the scene and they're going to hightail it every which way around. Amen. Some of you need to claim that tonight. You need that scripture, remember it. Write it down, Deuteronomy 28 and 7. Here's the step of obedience. The willing and the obedient shall eat the good of the Lord. Amen? You sow to unbelief, you're going to reap unbelief. Amen? How many know if you keep talking death? Anybody like to be around somebody always pessimistic? You tell them something good, they're going to tell you something bad. I see these people, my head goes, oh, Lord. Here they are coming to throw water on my fire. Anybody been around some of these people? All they speak is going to get pessimistic. They'll tell you it ain't going to turn around. Well, I'm going to give you some encouragement tonight. Pay no attention to those. Pay no attention to those. And you'll pay attention to the Lord because he said he'll make your enemy flee seven ways. What you eat of is what you'll reap. Amen? You sow to death. You always keep talking about it ain't going to get better. I'm never going to get healed. I'm never going to receive. Guess what? You ain't. Amen. There's power in the life, life and death in the power of what? The tongue. You can speak life or you can speak death to it. You what, Which one you speak, Solomon said, is what you will reap. That's what you will eat of. I don't know about you, but I like to speak life that you're going to be healed tonight. Amen. I like to speak life that you're going to get 200 people in here. Amen. I like to speak life that you're going to see an outpouring of the Holy Ghost so great they line them up and down the road just to get them in here to get healed. Amen. I want to speak life tonight that God's going to bless you tonight. Amen. I'm not going to speak that. I'm coming to tell you if you'll be obedient to him, he'll make your enemies flee seven different ways tonight people don't want to believe God I want to believe God amen I want to believe him tonight
How many need a blessing? Anybody need an immediate breakthrough? You need a breakthrough. Believe him. Amen? Believe him. Don't say, I hope so. I know. I know he's coming through. I know he's going to heal me. Somebody want to receive that tonight? Reach out and receive it. I know he's going to heal me. Amen? I know he's going to break through in my finances. Amen? I've done what he's told me to do, and I've stepped out, and now he's going to break in. Amen? Amen? Let me tell you, I think about it. Sometimes the miracle's not even knowing or even believing. Sometimes the miracle's just in the doing. Amen? What do you mean? You can believe and say you believe all day, but if you don't do it, that's a totally different story. I think about when Ezekiel obeyed the Lord and prophesied over those bones, things started changing. Amen? It was a process that continued until there was a full manifestation. He said, can these dry bones live? Anybody ever know that? We know that's talking about Israel. But let me tell you, if he can bring those dry bones back together, he can bring life. You know what I've come by to do? tell you? Start prophesizing. Start speaking the word of God. Start speaking life into your situation. Amen? Those things you think are dried and dead up, he'll bring life back to them tonight. Let me tell you, the Bible says the priests that were bearing the ark kept moving until they were standing in the middle of the Jordan River. Tell You need to tell your neighbor to keep moving. You need to keep praying. You need to keep sowing. You need to keep coming to church you need to get here for prayer meeting you need to keep confessing you need to keep tithing you need to keep believing you need to keep praising when you don't feel like it and you don't see anything to praise him for praise him just because he's God and he's worthy tonight keep moving and don't sit down see if I sit down tonight I'd be inclined enough to get back up. You get me in a recliner. <laughs> no, you got to keep moving. The Bible says the priest that were bearing the ark stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. There they was where it was impossible to go, doing what was impossible to do. Wow, we think the things today are so hard. Look at this. I need to say I'm getting ready to do the impossible. I'm getting ready to experience the impossible. See, you need to say I'm just crazy enough to believe God. When he said, with God, all things are possible. To them that believe. Tell your neighbor, my faith's going to make a way for me tonight. Your faith's going to make a way for you tonight. Amen. Now when them priests stood in the midst of the Jordan with the ark of God raised in the air, somewhere between a half a million to three, probably three million people crossed over. That's God. Amen. In other words, you want me to tell you what was happening? The priests were lifting God up in the middle of their trial. Amen. They're Jordan. Through their praise, these people 
came through. Let me tell you, that's why it's so important that we lift him up. That's the reason it's so important we magnify him even when it seems like we're in prison tonight. Amen? Even when we're in the lion's den tonight. Even when we're in the furnace, fiery furnace tonight. Can I tell you tonight, lift him up. Amen? Lift him up. Anybody can praise God post-Jordan when they get to the other side. Amen? They can praise him post-lion's den, post the fiery furnace, post the prison, after the fact. But what about when you're going through it? Let me tell you, I like what I call a midway praise, a midnight praise, if you will. When in the middle praise, that gets God's attention and breaks everything open. Anybody know what I'm saying tonight? You see what I'm telling you right here? Joshua erected a pillar of stone in the midst of the Jordan where the priest's feet stood firm on dry ground right there. What is the pillar Joshua was meant to do? Joshua would say, this is me, my going through it. I believe it was an epizemic of praise. Here we are, we're lifting this up, but praise. Paul and Silas were praising at midnight, amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm in the worst trial of my life, but I'm gonna praise him anyway. I'm going through hell in my life, but I'm gonna praise him anyway. I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm gonna praise him anyway. I'm going through it with my family or with my job, or they're trying to destroy destroy me, but I'm going to praise him anyway, amen, I'm going to step out anyway, that Jordan's a flooded, but I'm stepping out, amen, I'm going to praise him, anybody want to step out and receive their miracle tonight, I'm telling you, God's got something with your name on it tonight, God's got something, I promise if I held a toy up here, New toy, Sawyer would probably come running after it, wouldn't he? I know I would. <laughs> probably not. Having to know God holding your miracle out, He's just waiting for you to step out into the Jordan. You say, Well, it's over my head, it's flooded. Well, when you start stepping, the ground's going to start drying. Amen? And he's going to move on it. I've come by to tell you, God's got, there's a miracle when you step out. Some of you need to step out tonight on your miracle. If they would have never stepped out into the Jordan, they would have never crossed. Amen? Too many people, God wants to do more then some people are willing to step out. Amen? I'm convinced God wants to do more for people, his people, than we are willing to step out and receive it. Everyone's standing in here. How many are going to step out and receive? I want you to step out and receive tonight. I want you to praise him. I want you to pray to him. I want you to be obedient to him. I want you to step out and receive what God's got for you today. Listen, that praise says us God's been faithful. Let me tell you, he's going to come in the middle of your fiery furnace. He's going to give me the pillar of praise. Let me tell you, God is looking, wanting you to step out into the water. I'm telling you, you're going to cross on dry ground. You just got to step out and cross that Jordan tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.